All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you are watching this for the first time and you don't know who I am, hello, Lifestyle of Lola, uh, or you're listening to the podcast and you're like, who's this voice? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So getting your articles of incorporation, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, getting appropriate contracts so you protect yourself, you know, from clients and uh, potential business partners, basic brand protection strategies so your, you know, logos and things don't get stolen, uh, and hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you set up all of these things. If you're wondering uh, why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay. So that is why I am here. So if, Hey, Margaret, uh, yes, uh, y'all tax season is around the corner and my girl, Tanya, Hey, Miss Witt, my girl, Tanya is right here in the comments. Tanya's going to get your tax life together. Okay. So go check her out at, um, Tanya Blingologist Kinghorn on Facebook or, King Tech Services 18 on Instagram, all right? Um, but yeah, but, um, excuse me. Where was I in my introduction? So yeah, so if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, if you need, you know, somebody to tell you, okay, here's the forms that you need to fill out. Here's why you need an EIN number. Here's the type of contract that you need. I'm the person that you want to talk to. You want to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Also at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can access many of my video trainings, like my let's get EIN numbers, uh, video training, the Dunn's numbers training, operating agreement, my business startup basics. Um, and you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. Hey, Obed, uh, where you can catch up on all of the episodes of this show. Okay. So that is enough about me. So let's get on to the, why we're here tonight. To those of you who might be new, even though I think everybody here is, you know, uh, y'all ain't visitors no more. <laughs> okay. Uh, the way that the show works is that I pull stories from the news blog side stories that you guys send me. I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and that relate to our lives and we discuss them. So this is, you know, this is a time for us to all talk to each other. Please don't be shy. I love to hear your questions and comments as long as they are respectful. Thank you, Tanya, for putting the link uh, in the comments. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions and to give comments. This is a time for us to really, you know, exchange ideas. All right. So. Let's get started, all right? Uh, first story that we are talking about this evening. 
Um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at my Instagram or Facebook stories this afternoon, but I posted a picture that is pretty, um, it went pretty viral, um, during the, uh, protests in St. Louis over Brianna, was it George, which, um, unfortunately there are so many, um, so many, you know, killings of people of color by police. I can't remember who was the person who was killed in St. Louis. Uh, if someone could please remind me. Um, thank you, Tanya, for the ready. But um, on July 28th, during a protest in St. Louis, there was, you know, protesters came up on this property and the owners of the property came out and greeted the protesters with um, weapons. Uh, the husband had like, a semi-automatic hand rifle and the wife had a pistol and it was like this viral picture of the husband's like this and the wife is like this and they're and they're pointing guns if you know the picture that I'm talking about please give me a one in the comments if you know the picture I'm talking about of the couple that's holding the guns uh, the, the Caucasian couple that's holding the guns um, George Floyd was in St. Louis okay thank you so if you remember that viral picture of that Caucasian couple holding the guns, give me a one. Thank you, Roxamel, for the one, okay? Uh, now, this picture was taken by, thank you, Margaret. This picture was taken by an actual photographer. His name is Bill Greenblatt, um, and he works for, thank you, Tanya, he works for United Press International. Um, thank you, oh, thank you, Oben, uh, Dr. Oben Magni, for the one right? So this picture of this couple was taken by a legit photographer. He works for a, you know, um, a, a photography organization. And this picture was actually copyrighted. Like he got the copyright and this uh, photographer and the, his employer, United Press International, they are considering sending a cease and desist order to this couple, by the way, whose name are Mark and Patricia McCluskey. Why? Because Mark and Patricia have taken this viral photo of them holding the guns and they have made it into greeting cards that they are now handing out to people and, you know, giving as their, um, as their, I don't know, business card or something, or, you know, if people want their autograph. Um, and Bill Greenblatt is like, you can't just take my picture. This is a copyrighted photo. This is my work. And I don't want you using it. This couple has literally taken this photo of them holding weapons and they're making it into a Christmas card. <laughs> okay. Um, and the photographer is not having it. So, uh, I want to know from you guys, what do you, what do you think about this? Cause we talk about this a lot with celebrities, celebrities who are sued by photographers who have taken their photo and then they're posting it on their Instagram. This couple took a photo. The photo was of them. It was taken by a photographer and they are using it for their own personal use. Yes, Tanya, they have taken that photo and they are using it as a greeting card. And the photographer who took it, he is not taking this line down. He said, I don't care if this is a picture of you. I took this photo. I copyrighted it. It's my work and UK Inger and you can't use it to for for your greeting card. Tanya said they need to get sued. But Tanya, doesn't it matter that they are the subject of the photo? If they weren't in the photo, there'd be no there'd be no there'd be no photo, right? 
So do, do, do they not have any right to that photo at all since they were the subjects of it? Now, when we talk about this with celebrities, you know, we kind of can put it to the side because it's like it doesn't really affect us. But this is a couple whose politics I don't agree with. You know, they're on, to me, they're on the wrong side of history, but don't they still have a right to their own image? Um, Margaret said, yes, he should send a cease and desist notice. No rights. Y'all are not feeling this couple. Y'all are not here for the McCluskeys. So if somebody took a picture of you standing on your property, a photographer from a publication, hi, Bontia Moako. Yes, he did get it copyrighted, right? But there is a whole discussion that's happening amongst the intellectual property world now um, about copyrights, in, especially copyrights that have celebrities in them. Uh, Dr. Obed Magni said the NCAA had a similar case a few years ago, a few years ago back. Um, can you give me a brief synopsis of what the, what the facts were of that case, Dr. Obed Magni? I would love to, um, do some background search on it. Anyway, uh, Mark and Patricia have, uh, are apparently, you know, they're on thin ice. Um, Margaret Massey said on the flip side, did he get permission? Well, it was during the protests and journalists have a certain, you know, leeway to, to catalog and to document what's happening because that is, you know, it's a way of commemorating history, right? So as a journalist, he does have a right to take these photos. Um, Roxamil said, the issue I have with it is that they are now using that image, not a recreation. Like, take another one and use that instead of promoting their brand with that person's work. Okay, so you're saying they should have used another image, but there was no other image, Roxamil. That was the picture that went around the world. That was the picture that made the couple, you know, quote unquote, famous. So, does, and the, is the fact that they are the subject of the photo, because if you take this couple out of the photo, you don't have anything, right? Is the fact that they are the subject of the photo, even though we don't agree with their politics, doesn't that allow them, doesn't that, shouldn't that give them some rights to the photo? Um, Obed, I can't click on that link, but if you could DM it to me, I'll be able to click on it. Thank you so much. Hey, 76 Grim K. Um, but yeah, so frankly, I don't care if Mark and Patricia win. I would prefer that they don't win. The thing is, I don't, I don't completely agree with if I am the subject of a photo and without me, there's no photo. I don't agree with the idea that I have no rights to that photo, but that is my personal thing. But United Press and Bill Green Black. They are not feeling um, the, the McCluskeys using the, their, this picture. They have forwarded it to their legal department and they are considering taking legal action in the form of a cease and desist or a copyright infringement suit. So if you are on uh, the photographer's side, give me a one. If you think the couple should be able to use the photo as they wish, give me a two. Um, Dr. Obed Magni said, the suit argues that upon graduation, a former student athlete should become entitled to financial compensation for NCAA's commercial uses of his or her image. I actually agree with that because these schools make like 
sick money off of these students and they don't pay them. Yes, they get an education, but it's a limited education because you can't have the curriculum that you want because you have to build your, your, your schedule around practice. So I actually do agree with having to pay them after they graduate. Tanya is on the side of the photographer. Um, Margaret says, hold on. Tanya said similar to the paparazzi. Uh, can you clarify that, Tanya? Margaret said, I still, I hope he sues them for that. Now they want to monetize the photo. They absolutely do. Tanya is on the side of the photographers. Obed is on the side of the couple. Obed, uh, you said that story's from Wikipedia? Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Um, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I think that, I think that as time progresses, because of, you know, because celebrities and people of interest are often the subject of photos, I really think that there's going to be a shift in copyright law as as time goes on. So that if you're, and that if you're taking a picture of someone, I think that there are going to be some rights afforded to that person. But that is my opinion. Um, you know, who knows what will happen? Either way, I hope the McCluskeys lose because their politics suck. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story, all right? If you have heard of Zoom, if you've used Zoom, if you've heard of Zoom, we must have all heard of Zoom, give me a Z in the comments. Zoom, the video conferencing app. If you have heard of Zoom, give me a Z in the comments. Mm, mm, mm. Um... Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, Roxamel. We should all have. Oh, when they take pictures of celebrities, they use them. Yeah, they do. Okay. Uh, thank you for the Z's, guys. All right. So we've all heard of Zoom. We've all used Zoom. We have become very familiar with Zoom over the last few months. Yes? Okay. If you have heard of Zapier, Z A P I E R, give me a P. If you have heard of Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R, give me a P. If you have not, just say just say no in the comments, okay? If you have heard of Zapier, give me a P in the comments. Thank you for the Z, Inger. If you have not, just give me a no. All right? Um, now, Zoom, we all know Zoom is, thank you for the no, Roxamel. Zoom is video conferencing, is a video conferencing app, video conferencing software. I'm getting lots of no's. We don't know what Zapier is. Okay, I actually know what Zapier is because of some, because of software that I use. So um, Zapier is a company that makes software that integrates internet apps using automated workflows. What that means is it helps you to connect different apps to work together. So what that means for me, I have um, a program that I use called ConvertKit. Uh, uh, Tanya, you've heard of it, yes. I have a program that I use called ConvertKit. It's how I send out emails to my email list. Um, it's how uh, it's how I do a lot of things, right? But um, in, sometimes I have people sign up on different apps. So I used Zapier to connect my ConvertKit to apps like my Gumroad and my Vesita. Vesita is where you guys, um, you know, book your appointments with me. So when you guys book on Vesita, Zapier takes your information from Vesita 
and puts it in my ConvertKit email list, right? And it does the same for me on Gumroad. Instead of me having to go to those programs individually and put them into my email list, Zapier allows me to connect them, all right? Do we understand what Zapier does? If we do, give me a thumbs up. If we do not, give me a thumbs down, okay? So again, Zapier makes software that integrates third-party apps uh, into, you know, to each other. Um, and okay. Do we understand? We got thumbs up. We understand what Zapier does. If not, give me a thumbs down. Let me know if we understand what Zapier does before we move on, because I don't want to confuse you. Okay. Okay. 76 Grimke gave me a thumbs up. So you understand what Zapier does now. Thank you, Lifestyle of Lola. Thank you, Margaret Massey. So Zapier's whole job is to connect different apps together, right? And they call the they call these connections Zap. Thank you for all the thumbs up. They call it Zap, Z-A-P, right? Now, if, if you're not using programs like ConvertKit and Gumroad and things like that, you may not know it. But Zapier, they are you, they um they are compatible with programs like Slack. I know a lot of you use Slack for work. Trello, Asana, Dropbox, Salesforce, Zendesk, SurveyMonkey, and HubSpot. These are very popular apps, right? Um, and Zapier allows you to connect different those different apps to your programs. Now, here's the issue. Zoom has had a big explosion with the quarantine, right? Everybody's Zooming. And, uh, you know, there's different needs for different things. Like, one of the things, if you didn't know, I'm a court interpreter, right? So because of COVID, we haven't been able to go into the courtroom. So we're using Zoom to, they're using Zoom to bring me into the trial so that I can interpret. But it's not just through Zoom. They have to use a third-party app to make sure that it's secure, right? So Zoom themselves they're getting into third-party integration. Um, they And they are calling these, these integrations, they're calling them Zaps as well. Z-A-P-P, like Zoom apps. And Zoom is also integrating with many of the same programs that Zapier integrates with. So Slack, Trello, Asana, Dropbox, Salesforce, Zendesk, SurveyMonkey, and HubSpot are just some of the ones. But these are, these are the ones where they overlap, right? Um, and Zapier is not happy with Zoom. They said, look, there is only one Zap out here in the third-party integration world, and we have it. We have a trademark on it, right? Not only that, in 2015, Zoom was working with Zapier on a third-party integration deal so that, Zoom, so that Zoom and Zapier could connect with each other. And Zapier is saying that, um, Zoom site still has the instruction on how to create the Zapier Zap. So basically Zapier is saying Zoom took their technology that they showed them and are infringing on their trademark in their industry. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that there is a possibility of confusion here between Zoom Zap, Z-A-P-P, and Zapier Zap, Z-A-P. Now, Zoom is video conferencing software, but it does, they are getting into connecting with third-party apps. Zapier's whole reason for being is to connect 
third-party apps, right? So is there a possibility of confusion between Zap and Zap in the third-party integration world? That is what it comes down to. What do you guys say? What do y'all say? What do y'all say? Y'all quiet. Y'all quiet. It's okay. Um, for me, I, I totally understand where Zapier is coming from, particularly because Zapier and Zoom, they integrate on a lot of the same apps. There can definitely be some confusion there with the third-party integration. Because if I'm looking for Zap, if I'm looking for the Zap app, I don't know whether I'm going to go to Zoom or to Zapier. Um, Tristan Bradford said, who's Zooming who? <laughs> 76 Grimkate said, Zest, yes. Okay, you said that there is possibility of confusion. Trista, we don't know who's Zooming who. The thing is, what is Zoom going to connect to, right? Because there are, you. sometimes you can't just get on Zoom. Sometimes you have to have some type of third-party software to bring multiple people on, to have some programming um, put in. So Zoom is trying to create their own market of apps so they can connect to these different apps. The only problem is Zap, Zapier is already here with their Zaps connecting these third-party apps. Do we understand? Um, Trista Bradford says Zapier has the patent. Right, they, right. They, they, they've got everything on lock, so they are coming after Zoom and their Zaps, Z-A-P-P. I want you guys to go um, do a little research. Google Zoom Zap, Z-A-P-P, and look at the apps that Zoom can integrate with. And then I want you to go to Zapier Zap, Z-A-P, and see the uh, third-party apps that Zapier integrates with and see you know, where how much overlap there is between the two of them. Remember, the issue with trademarks, right, is if there is confusion in the marketplace. Zapier has the trademark on ZAP, right? And it has to do with third-party integration. If they allow Zoom to have ZAPP for third-party integration as well, there is likely to be a lot of confusion in the marketplace. Both companies begin with Z. Both companies are doing third-party integration. In my eyes, it's a no-brainer. Zoom is probably going to have to find another name for their app. Um, all right? So do we, do we understand where the issue of confusion comes in? If we do, give me a yes. If we understand where the confusion is coming in, Give me a yes. I am hot. Ooh. Sweaty. Mm. Pardon me, guys. All right. Trista understands. All right. Awesome. Margaret understands. 76 Grim K understands. Okay. So the bulk of yes. Thank you, Lifestyle of Lola. Awesome. Okay. So most of you understand. So good luck to Zoom and Zapier. Uh, you know, both of these uh, companies, thank you, Tanya, are, you know, they're doing tremendous work out here. Zapier, you know, holds me down with ConvertKit. And Zoom is holding us down and connecting us. As much as we might complain about we tired of Zooming, like, Zoom has held us down, okay? So good luck to both of those companies. Uh, before we move on to our last story of the evening, I want to remind you that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Thank you for the yes, Inger. 
Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance to help you navigate the business formation path, I'm the girl that you want to talk to, okay? Go to linktree forward slash MTL Consulting Firm and connect with me today. There's so many ways to do it. Can't wait to hear from you. All right. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks, Tanya. So moving on to our final story of the evening. Um, I asked a story, I asked a question in my stories today if anybody had heard of something called a Jake break, is anybody here good with cars? If you're a car person, or if you have heard of Jake break, give me a car emoji. If you are a car person, or if you have heard of the Jake break, give me a car emoji. Now, um, Jake break is a, um, The official name for a Jake brake is a compression is compression engine brakes. And from what I could see online, it's it's something that is usually included in trucks, like Big Mac Mac trucks. Um Nobody knows Jake brake. Okay, that's cool. Anyway, so these compression engine brakes, right? The, the, that's the official name. The thing is, there is a company in Iowa that named their particular brand of compression brakes Jacob's Brakes, right? Um, and then the the county where this company is located, O'Brien County, they passed a county ordinance about compression engine brakes. But in the ordinance, they used the name Jacob's Brake and Jake Brake. Now, this term, it has been trademarked by this company. The company's name, by the way, is Jacobs Vehicle Systems. So Jacobs Vehicle Systems trademarked the name Jacobs Brake. The county that they are located in wrote a new ordinance about compression engine brakes, which is what Jacobs Brake calls their compression engine brakes, and they specifically use the name Jacobs Brake. And Jacobs Vehicle Systems has contacted the county and said, could you please take our name out of the ordinance because we don't want any negative association with this new rule because apparently the new rule is restrictive, all this stuff. So they have told the county, you're using our trademarked name, please take it out of your ordinance. And the county, they're going to have to, if if they, you know, adhere to or they, they, um, if they choose to agree with Jacob's vehicle systems, they're going to have to repeal that entire law and start over again because they used a trademarked word without permission. This is the power of trademarks. This company is putting an entire county into a tizzy because they use their trademark word. And because intellectual property is so, so strong they are actually considering repealing a law that the county has passed. Hello, the sincere God. Um, so I want to know from you guys, do you think the county should uh, should uh, cooperate with Jacob's vehicle system or should Jacob's vehicle system just bite the bullet and take it? Look, they already wrote the law. It's already in there. Why are you bothering these people, right? What do you think? Oof. I'm hot. What do you think? I think Jacob's vehicle systems, they are totally in the right. 
They spent their money on this trademark and they also don't want their word to become generic because if it's in a county ordinance, there, you know, there's a possibility that that word becomes generic. Um, Margaret said they should cooperate. I think they should as well. One of the worst things that can happen is for your word to become generic. And one of the easiest ways for it to become generic is for it to spread what? My big, the example I will use forever and a day is Baby's Bling. If you know the song Bling Bling by the Hot Boys, Baby said, had he known how big the word bling would have gotten, he would have trademarked it. And bling is everywhere now. He can't do nothing with it. It is generic, okay? Um, Lifestyle of Lola said, I don't want anybody using my name for nothing. Absolutely. You spent all this money on getting a trademark, and then they're just going to steal the name and put it in ordinance? Trista Bradford said, trademark is a trademark, and government is not immune. Absolutely. Um, that is why they keep taking down 45's, you know, uh, videos and stuff online because it keeps violating intellectual property law. Nobody is above intellectual property law, y'all. Lifestyle of Lola said, rewrite your little law. <laughs> 76 Group K said, take the name out of the ordinance. Okay, y'all said, give Jacobs their things. Give Jacobs their things. I agree with y'all. Um, the, 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 the county executives should have been more careful in constructing this law and not using, you know, local vernacular. You need to be very generic when you're writing laws. You need to be, um, you know, you you don't want to alienate people, right? Um, Inger said the county should cooperate. I totally, totally agree. So we will have to wait and see if they do. We're, we're, we're waiting to hear a word from them. We don't know what they're planning on doing. Um, but it is going to take a few meetings. So it, once I get an update, I will definitely let you guys know what is happening. Okay. Um, so those were the stories that I had for you this evening. We are just coming up on eight thirty-five, So we're not going to do Q and a tonight, but I do want to thank you guys for being here with me, for hanging out with me, for your energy, for your commentary. I started off the, the episode a little bit sleepy, but I'm all energized now, y'all. Like these conversations, they, you know, they, they get the blood flowing. They get your mind working. I love it. Like your participation and how you pick up these concepts, it's just, it warms my heart and it makes the conversation a lot more interesting. So I want to thank you for being attentive. I want to thank you for participating. We're going to be back here tomorrow with more stories. If you find anything that you would like me to talk about, please, please, please send it to me. Make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube page and the podcast. I only need four more subscribers to get to 100 subscribers on YouTube. So tell your friends or something, okay? I'm trying to get that YouTube check. <laughs> All right. So join me tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, take care of yourselves, y'all. Rona's out here wilding again. Please stay safe. I don't want any of y'all to get hurt, okay? Um, but I will see you tomorrow. All right? Bye-bye.